Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. Hello and welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week we have reached a milestone. It's book number 10. Oh my God. (laughs) It's Wrong Kind of Girl. Oh boy. Yeah, there's a lot going on in this one. But uh, first of all, Karen, please uh, use your designer's eye to describe this cover. Okay, well, once again, Jessica Wakefield, up to no good. Standing behind someone. Standing behind poor beleaguered Annie Whitman, Aww. who I think looks a lot like a young Courtney Cox. <gasps> oh my God. Doesn't she? She like really dancing does. in the dark era, kind of. Yeah, I didn't. Did Courtney do a bit of modeling in those days? I think so. Yeah, maybe she did a bit. Did a bit of uh, sweet body modeling. Yeah, absolutely, <gasps> kind of looks like it. It does. But yeah, Annie just looks really sad. Um, yeah, well, it's got good reason. I mean, yeah, as we will soon find out. Yeah. Um, Jessica's there in her. She's wearing her cheering uniform, I think, because it's like the yes, it's it's the a red and white SV. Yes, and she's wearing. The Lavalier. Yeah. <laughs> Seems very impractical for doing something strenuously no, athletic. Hitting her in the face, surely, when she's Polka jumping dogs. up and down. And yeah, poke her eye out. Yeah. Mm. Well, she's not known for her practical approach. Very true. So, uh, yeah, she's got a, a sort of horrible, smirking grin. Very devious look on her face. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm, mm. I'm being nice to you, but... I'm not nice. <laughs> but not really. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> an understatement of the century. Which is weird, because she's actually, she's never really nice to Annie. It's not like she's nice to her and then mean about her behind her back. It's not like Robin. She's just straight up mean to her. Like. Yeah, she is <laughs> grotesque yeah. throughout this book. Yeah. And just on a, on a serious note, just a little heads up, that mm. this is a book that um, features a... I'm sorry for the spoiler, but it is important yeah. to warn people that it does feature a, a suicide attempt. Yeah. And if that's something that you do not want to hear talked about in a usually silly podcast about Sweet Valley High books. <laughs> we will understand if you want to Absolutely. skip this out. And, yeah. um, and believe me, the book we, dis- we discuss next will be worth the wait. It, oh my God, it's going to be so good. So, um, so yeah, The uh, in the meantime, um, we've got Annie looking sad and actually the thing is she's not sad for most of the book because she's in a, a state of blissful she's, ignorance. Yeah, she's kind of oblivious to yeah. Jessica's machinations for mm. most of it. So she's kind of... Yeah, she's she's pretty cheerful for most of it. Very cheerful. Yeah. So this is actually a very inaccurate cover. It really <laughs> is. does not reflect what happens at all. <laughs> On many levels. Yeah. But still, you know, a lovely cover because... You can't fault that painter. I just love everything. That's true. No, I, I <laughs> they're all agree. great in their own way. <laughs> so, uh, can you read the opening tagline, which is kind sure. of amazing? <laughs> Watch it, Annie Whitman. Jessica's out to get you. Ooh, well, she is. She sure is. And actually, I mean, I'm going to discuss this further. That I was less offended by this book than I remembered <laughs> being. And I think that this line sums out now the why is that it's clearly Jessica is the baddie. Yes. Very explicitly, even more so than in uh in Power, Power Play. Play. Yeah. Um that Jessica though, I mean, really, there's a lot of problems in this book, so oh, I'm yeah. not Don't get us wrong. Yeah. <laughs> there will be plenty to give out about. Um, but the back tagline is Jessica's at it again. <laughs> Which she, you know, oh, if God. by at it again you mean being ruining a, lives for no good reason, being a Heather's level <laughs> yeah. bitch face, actual psychopath. Um, so can you can you read the, uh, the the actual blurb for us? Sure. Okay. Jessica Wakefield has sworn never to allow Annie Whitman onto the Sweet Valley High cheering squad. Annie may have the beauty, talent, and spirit to be a cheerleader, but she also has the worst reputation in school. She goes out with a different boy every night. Like Jessica. Yeah. And all the other kids call her Easy Annie behind her back. Bunch of bricks. <laughs> Jessica's pulling every devilish trick to keep Annie from ruining the cheerleader's image. Only Elizabeth, Jessica's twin, thanks guys, knows what Annie's really like. 
But can she change her sister's mind before Jessica shatters Annie's dreams? Again, not no. wanting to spoil it. <laughs> no, she no, can't. no, she cannot. Because Jessica <laughs> is evil. Oh, and it's oh, the hypocrisy is just going to wreck your head for this. Just yeah, <laughs> heads up, everybody. Like, literally in the space of a single page, yeah. Jessica will do something or behave in a way that she has been, frankly. Don't like to use this word, but hysterically confusing. <laughs> like there are literal moments in the book where Jessica's screaming and oh wailing yeah. about how appalling Annie is. Yeah. It's like, why do you care this much? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you, you get ridiculous a grip. person. <laughs> so uh, the book begins with Jessica in full evil villain mode. Oh, straight away, like yeah, there is no hanging around. She's literally purring. Like a satisfied cat. <laughs> you know she's up to no good. Oh, she certainly is. And she's like gloating yeah. over the cheerleader applications because so many people mm. want to join the cheering squad. And uh, and then there's literally an entire page about how gorgeous all the cheerleaders are. Yeah, each like, one gets their own little kind of description as well, don't they? It's like... Yeah. It's like Robin Wilson, the current Miss Sweet Valley High, because that's the most important thing. Remember about that her. shit show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, how could we forget? <laughs> Helen Bradley, you just popped up out of God yeah. knows where. <laughs> a stunning redhead. Like, who? Where did she go? She I, doesn't even go here. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm very wary of saying this. I know. Yeah. But I have no memory of her. None. She doesn't even get a book, like where they're on book number 92, when yeah, they're like, like really pulling characters the out. The wilds of, like, of yeah. the 90, 80 kind of ones. Where they're yeah. really stretching it, trying to find characters they're to write really books about. They're really pushing it, yeah. Uh, and then Jean West is a pixie brunette. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Maria Santelli... Well, she doesn't get a beautiful description. She doesn't actually, no. Backflips. But backflips that took everyone's breath away. Oh, well, Mm. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then there's a (laughs) description of Jessica, (laughs) which it's actually, they sneak in that twin description there. uh, Because they say she's five foot six with a crown of glorious sunstreaked blonde hair and those sparkly blue eyes. Apparently, she's the envy of most of the girls of Sweet Valley High. Yeah. Yeah. You say so. <laughs> and then it goes on about looks were only part of it and they all had to be brilliant at, at studying. Yeah, they have to keep their grades up, don't they, to actually be on the squad. Yes. And um, that then Elizabeth is usually dismissive of the cheerleading world. Yes. But um, uh, she's she hasn't given in to Jessica's pleas to, to join in. And then the narrator, <laughs> I'm starting to imagine the narrator being like the narrator in Jane the Virgin. No! <laughs> Everything's better with that narrator. I know. But uh, the narrator says that Jessica has told Elizabeth that the two of them would be sensational if they, if Elizabeth joined the squad at least 137 times. Uh-huh. That is Jessica's thing. Oh my God, yeah. That's the narrator's She student. told Elizabeth at least 137 times. So it's actually... I don't know what's going on there. The narrator is, is being influenced by Jessica. Yes. <laughs> but Jessica can't choose anyway. Who is going to be in the squad? Because mm. everybody wants to join. That's right, yes. And Liz is kind of slacking off, which is actually quite funny. She says, like, uh, Jessica's all, oh, why do I have to do everything myself? And Elizabeth is like, what? Because if anyone else tried to do it, you'd be after her with a flamethrower, yeah. which is quite a good line. <laughs> she is not wrong. For Elizabeth. <laughs> and um, Jessica has promised one place to Kara, who's one of her best friends. Yes. Yeah, because apparently Kara and Lila were oh, both yeah. previously on the squad. And then were kicked off because they they'd tur- sabotaged the Palisades cheering display by turning on the school sprinkler system in the middle of their performance. Yeah, when did we know? Why did we never hear about <laughs> when? this? Before? That sounds great. Yeah, they could have got a whole book out Cara of that. And Lila up to no good. Like, yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, that, like, we're 10 books in. Yeah. People. Like, they had time to put in a bit about Carrot and Lila. Put it in as a little fun B plot. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'd be all in for that. Oh, good lord. So, um, anyway, this is Carrot's now going to get back in the team. And that yes. seems to be fair enough that she's been in before. She was there before. Yeah. Yeah, but I suppose Jessica's also kind of breaking the rules a little bit. She's basically promised yeah, the spot. There's like two true. spots open, so basically one of them is Kara's, but like unofficially. So, yeah, so yeah. basically there's really only one. Yeah. And uh, then Aunt Jessica sees that Annie has put her name down and she's just, in, well, she's enraged. She, she's so outraged. And it's like, fucking chill out. Really. Yeah. <laughs> like she literally goes on for ten, for two pages. She actually does. Like it goes two on and on. Solid pages about how basically Annie is a slapper. Yeah. Like she's been with every guy at school. So have you. Mm, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> and it's so awful and just slut shamey and oh, um and she know by the way she's she gives out to Elizabeth because Elizabeth helped Annie study because she has to keep her grades up yes and uh, well, Jess doesn't know that she's been helping her though I don't think well look no, she actually this is the thing that later she she acts like she doesn't yeah. but here. Um, Liz literally says you know I helped Annie with her math she sh- so she could get her grades up oh actually yeah because she actually gets a massive betrayal later yeah. on in the book it's oh like... there's no because I think okay. Jessica's having some sort of <laughs> oh my episode in this book oh, she is hell. unhinged yeah and um, yeah Elizabeth is is defending her and Jessica says which is actually like completely un, un- uh, bizarre <laughs> that she won't have the whole squad Tainted Ugh. by easy Annie. So rude. And Liz is literally like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, and says, what how hell? bad can a 15-year-old sophomore be- girl be? Yeah, because also, yeah, keep in mind, Annie is literally 15. She is like, a child. And Liz is like, yeah. come on, it doesn't matter what people say. She's a kid. Yeah. Like, you know, she's not a serial killer. Yeah, and, and actually Liz also points out that a lot of the rumours are probably just a lot of talk. You know how guys like to brag. Which, yeah. like we also learned with Bruce Patman a couple of books ago when he was going on about how he was going to like conquer Liz and all this. Yeah, all tell bullshit, everybody. Like, yeah. Exactly. So, but anyway, Jess has no time for this and says like, why would you accept she's just played bad? Steady <laughs> <laughs> on. It's yeah. like the Handmaid's Tale. Like, yeah. Stoning <laughs> her to death in a football Yeah. Oh yeah, next. one of um, Jessica's kind of reasons for Annie being so terrible as well is that she was out with Rick Andover. Oh, who else could have gone hmm. out with Rick Andover? <laughs> who else was picked up by him at the side of the road? <laughs> like, you know, Ugh. pot and kettle. She sucks. It's a good thing we're not playing a drinking game about Jessica oh my being God. a massive hypocrite. I'd actually be in bits. We'd be pissed <laughs> by now. Yep. Because it's just solid. Um, so, yeah, this is... Uh, the, the, the next day in school, everybody, because the people of Sweet Valley are enormous judgmental arseholes, as we know. <laughs> so they're all like, easy Eddie did it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Liz is, doesn't like this. Yeah. So Liz is kind she's of all kind, right She's kind of a part. voice of reason. Yeah. As yeah. in like, what are you talking about? Like, come <laughs> Leave on. her alone. Seriously. Like, she's not a serial killer. Yeah. But she is disappointed that Annie went out with Rick Andover because Annie needed to study for a test. Yes. And she needed to do well in the test, to do well in the, in the cheerleading squad. And she uh, she went out with Rick instead because he was so cool. But Aww. then she says, which is really sad, she's like, oh, you know, sometimes I think it's not even worth trying, Liz. Sometimes I feel so worthless. I know, it's really sad. It's genuinely sad. But then Elizabeth's reaction sucks because she's oh like, oh my God, so what? terrible. Elizabeth said, truly surprised, you? Why, Annie, you're just about the most beautiful girl in Sweet Valley High. Yeah, that's a really because, Yeah, beauty healthy. equals self-worth. Yeah, that's a healthy <laughs> response. And she does regret saying it, but it was like, the fact that that is the first thing that comes into yeah. your head shows how you Come have on. been infected by the attitudes yeah. of your terrible, terrible time. Do better. Exactly. Um... <laughs> So she does regret it, but uh, saying that to, to Annie, cause she, and she genuinely wants to, to help Annie achieve yeah. her, her dream. So she goes around to her house to help her study, except it's not a house. It's an apartment. What? <laughs> it's not a ranch house. Where's the split level stairs? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she lives in an apartment, so you know something's wrong. Oh, yeah. And uh, Liz is like, Annie's sort of confiding in her, and Liz is a bit, this is fair enough. Like, Liz is like, oh, I barely know her. She's telling me all their. Like all this personal stuff, yeah, but you know, she clearly needs to to, to talk, talk to someone. Yeah, she's quite lonely, and I think she's as much as says that really at some point. Yeah, she doesn't I, really have friends, and it's like, oh, Annie, I know it's really sad. And then she talks about her family background. Oh, yeah, and like her parents had her when they were really young, like in their teens. Yeah, so her, her mother mother's only 16. about like thirty. Yeah, now. she's really young. And then uh, her father was abusive. Her dad, yeah, like threw her down the stairs when she was 10. Yeah. Oh. And and then she modelled when she was 13. It was clearly like modelling sort of like a grown-up. I'm yeah. Imagine sort of a Brooke Shields thing, like very mm. creepy and it's wrong. It's kind of grim, and, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And she was like treated like an adult. So it's all, like she's an abused child, Pretty basically. much, yeah. And Liz is really upset. But of course it takes a moment to think, but my family is so amazing. <laughs> And oh, it made Elizabeth so proud when people said that she and Jessica looked like their mother. It's like, oh, it's not focus, about, Liz, focus. Yeah, it's not about you. It's not about you now. <laughs> yeah. um, so she sort of she reveals that she thinks she'll get respect if she gets good grades and stays on the squad. Yeah. 
And yeah, like she's really hanging everything on getting onto the cheers. Yeah, squad. Like and also the the school thing. Like that's important to her as well. She yeah. sort of sees this as a chance. Like she just wants people to like mm. her, and it's genuinely really sad. It is. And Liz is touched, and she realizes that Annie is not only just really lonely, but has absolutely no idea how people talk about her. Yeah. Um. So she's kind of innocent. And then her mother arrives home and she's got a sleazy boyfriend. Oh, he's horrible. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, mm, hi, girls. Oh, yeah, he's all creepy at Liz. And he's like, oh, God, uh, so, get away. So Elizabeth is like, okay, I really have to, you know. And she's actually kind of funny and sweet to Annie. Yeah. Because Annie's been going like, oh, a genius like you. And when Liz leaves, she's like, I know you could do it and a genius like me wouldn't make a mistake. Like, she's got a... It's cute. She's got the yeah. right approach. Yeah, yeah. But meanwhile... A bitch fest 1985. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica was in her element. Is that the next chapter begins? Oh, yeah. And she's kind of just dr- dr- drilling Kara in like, this is how you're going to get back at the squad. Yeah. Because it's not just up to Jessica. They all have to vote on it. That's right. It's a cheerocracy. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Um, it is a cheerocracy. <laughs> oh man, there's gonna be a lot of bring it should, on references. Yeah, they should have made that. If, that film would have been a lot more disturbing if it had been made about the Sweet by High Squad. Um, so they're talking about who else deserves to be on the squad, and they laugh about Sandy Bacon. Whatever you were feeling better name. name. Is the worst. I hate it. I know. But anyway, apparently she like wants to be on the team, but she's clumsy. And they all remember some time where she like fell into a pool or something. And yeah. they literally laugh until they cry. Such at the thought of- <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember that time she really hurt herself yeah. by into a pool. So yeah, Carol jumped over, holding her stomach in helpless laughter, tears pouring for her eyes at the memory. Like that's what makes you laugh, you yeah. psychopath. Ugh. Um but uh, then Stephen turns up and we realise Cara fancy Stephen. Yeah, she is into him. But he kind of just like wanders out. Yeah, well, he's he's upset because he's just found out that Trisha, uh, his girlfriend, her deadbeat dad. <gasps> We're getting all the poor people in Sweet Valley this week. <laughs> <laughs> like, two of them. Well, actually, all Annie... two of them. It's just, just Annie and Trisha. <laughs> and actually, Annie isn't even that poor because her apartment is quite fancy. It actually, yeah, it does sound quite nice. It's all very, like, glamorous and, like, and tasteful. So Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's just obviously not as rich as the Wakefields. Of course, yeah. But anyway, yeah, Trisha's dad has hit someone with his car and mm. drunk driving incident. So Uh-oh. poor old Trisha. Her life's yeah. very difficult. Yeah, it's all very difficult. But yeah, so Stephen just kind of wanders out, kind of tells him that and just kind of wanders back in again or something. He's just a bit weird kind of yeah. out of sorts. He's having a hard time, I suppose. Yeah. So now we cut to the tryouts. Yes. And uh, there are 75 hopefuls. Yeah. That like is a busy day. Oh, I was going to ask why. Where, how, where do they get the time to do where this? Do they have class. I know, of course. They've probably been given an entire day off just to yeah. do their chairs. <laughs> it's such a relaxed curriculum, and that's good. Really? Well, I'm going to find out that some of the classes they have, it's just like later on. <laughs> they really do not follow any curriculum that, that we would recognize. Um, so, yeah, everybody's there. The whole school are there basically looking at the, the competitors. And Todd and Elizabeth and Edith are there. And Edith and Todd are just like, God. <laughs> Why are we here? Yeah. And Liz is like, ah, well, you've got to be here for no real reason. I don't know. She's yeah. actually there for work. Like, She's there, was, yeah, to write. So it's like, why are you As a journalist, I wouldn't force my friends <laughs> to come with me. Yeah. But anyway, we meet Ricky Capaldo. Hey. And Ricky is nice. He is. He's sound. And uh, even Jessica likes him even though he is not handsome. He is the cheerleader's <laughs> manager. And what a seal of approval. Yeah. She'll deign to be... She, she'll actually be nice to, to him, even though he's not handsome. So he is their, is their manager and he's friends with all of them, and, uh, but he's he's not the most glamorous guy. No. But he's nice. He's the same And dude, he's clearly yeah. not a sort of a nice guy figure. Like, he's just... No, yeah, he's... He's genuinely their he's friend. He's got no ulterior motives or anything, anything like that. He's just he's genuinely friends with everyone. Yeah, yes. he's cool. So uh, they the the gladiators give their their trademark, or each girl comes in to give their trademark cheer for the gladiators, mm. which is of course the Sweet Valley football team. Yes, and we find out that the final flourish of the basic gladiator cheer is, "We who are about to win salute you, go gladiators!" <laughs> it's not very snappy. Like no. obviously, I know where it comes from. But Surely like, it's meant to rhyme or something, isn't it? Well, I would think a cheer would, as yeah. opposed to saying what gladiators said before they 
died because obviously the real line the <laughs> Roman gladiator said was we are about to die <laughs> oh, God <laughs> anyway somebody who uh, whatever like 25 year olds about this book, yeah. obviously like majored in classics they were doing something. some classics yeah of course yes. in college while moonlighting and they were just I'm getting that in yeah, here yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know about gladiators <laughs> so um, uh, Annie is amazing yes so Kara's good and you know everybody's the, the, the named characters are all yeah. good yeah. but Annie is so good that applause explodes in yeah. the gym she's amazing Ricky calls her Miss Flashdance. Amazing. Well, quite a compliment. Miss Flashdance. Um, Great. And uh, we see that Annie is uh, is hanging out with Tim Bradley. Also, where did the entire Bradley family come from? Who are these people? <laughs> yeah, he's Helen's hot brother. Yeah. That Jessica had her eye on. Mm, and she is not pleased Mm-mm. to see him hanging out with Annie. No. And in fact, she, sort of, she warns Helen to sort of like, oh, look what Annie's up to. Yeah. Don't, don't you care if your brother runs around with a school tramp? Jessica snapped. Like, that could easily apply to you. Yeah, exactly. So well, anything that she up. says about Annie could apply. She is yeah. such a horrible monster. Yeah. Oh my god. Maybe the reason that she is so like obsessed with Annie. Yeah. Is because she recognizes she Annie. She sees Annie. herself in her. Yes. <gasps> Or maybe she's just stone cold evil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's also possible. It's hard to know with Jessica. Consistency so reveals, you know, mm. her consistent behavior reveals that she is pretty evil. Yeah. Um. So Liz is worried about Jess, and Edith uh, is like, um, "Look, your sister's probably up to something. So you know, what's she up to now?" And uh, Enid it's revealed still hates Jessica yeah. as well she with might. perfectly good reason yes like, yeah. the, another good thing about this book is that Todd and Enid still absolutely <laughs> fucking hate Jessica and they're so right in doing so yes so I am 100% on board with both yeah. of them um, so the list goes up with the cheerleaders and Annie's on it yay and she's so happy but then we find out she's going on another date to celebrate yes with not one oh yeah <laughs> But two boys. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> just seems very tiring. Like because oh. it's not they're not together. Yeah, that, that would be like oh, <laughs> yeah. if you weren't fifteen, that would be you know. Oh god, whatever. Yeah. But bear so, in mind, she is fifteen. She is fifteen. She, yeah. So Billy and Rick. Uh, Billy's taking me to the Dairy Burger, and then later on, Rick Andover is taking me to the beach for a late swim. Mm. And mm. and she wants because uh, we know what Rick Andover is like, mm. but she wants. Elizabeth to write about this in the oracle. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. like, and don't tell anyone where you got this. Like, don't put it in there. I know. And, and this is like, Liz really realizes, oh my God, no, she has she no, no idea, idea of how yeah. people talk about it, which is really sad. Yeah. And um, so Liz doesn't write about this uh, double date night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but she does say that Annie is a favorite to get in the squad. Yes. And who gets angry at this? Oh, sure. Uh, who do you think? <laughs> who else? Um, and then Annie, oh, she gets an A in a maths test. Yay. And, and she's really happy. Yeah. So it's really cool. And then Liz is found in her house helping her and uh, she Annie goes to help her, her old neighbour, mm. Mrs. Jorgensen. Yes. And is, she's just a very sweet person. She is. She's lovely. And especially as she's had a very difficult life. Yeah. And, you know, she seems, you know, she's kind and she... Once you know, to she's helpful and she's sweet. Like I she's know. really lovely. And what? Why are the people of sweet bodies so mean to? Oh, I know because they judge everybody who yeah. doesn't conform to a Jessica Wakefield standard. <laughs> so while she's off, Annie's off helping Mrs. Jorgensen. Her mother, Mrs. Whitman, arrives home. Yeah, she's very glamorous. Yeah, she's um, she flashes a brilliant smile, but the smell of liquor, uh oh, mixed with the scent of her perfume. Oh dear. Um. And uh, she's she's concerned about Annie because Annie she kind of is aware that Annie doesn't have any friends. Yeah, and this is really this is sad. It is. Like she's clearly not a terrible person. No, she's just a kind of a flake. She, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like uh, she's not actually like devious or evil or anything. She's just yeah, and she probably shouldn't have let her thirteen year old daughter be, be a, a model, model like yeah. a grown up model. Yeah, unsupervised. But anyway, um. So uh, Elizabeth is like, you know, trying to say, well, yeah, she's Annie does have like she's popular. Yeah, she kind of works she's it in carefully. Yeah, and um, 
yeah, she's uh, Mrs. Whitman is like, oh, my, I'm, I worry about my baby. You see, my schedule keeps me so busy. I don't have much time for Annie. My mother's busy too, Elizabeth wanted to say, but she always has time for Jessica and me. Bear in mind, Ugh. she's a single parent. Yeah, exactly. Like, with a job. Yeah. She doesn't have time to be sitting around a Spanish doll kitchen <laughs> all day. <laughs> Making fucking lemonade or whatever. <laughs> pancakes. <laughs> 10 million pancakes. <laughs> so, it's very, it is a very awkward situation. It is, yeah. And, uh, then uh, it it turns out that Jessica or Elizabeth, Jessica <laughs> Elizabeth's study help has paid off. Yeah, because because um, Annie has done really well. Yay! And uh, Liz is pleased for her. She is. Um, but uh, she's uh, she's Liz is is hoping like oh god if you know she really knows how Annie has her heart set on. Being a cheerleader, um, yeah. and if it doesn't work out, it's just going to crush her. Yeah, there's kind of an ominous bit where Annie's like, "Oh, Liz, don't even say that. Nothing else will count if I don't make the squad." And it's like, "Oh, stop! You know, relying on this so much to I, make yourself happy." I know. Yeah. And uh, Elizabeth decides she'll distract herself by going to it's finally mentioned the, the beach, beach disco. disco. Who cares about the caravan? Whatever. <laughs> Beach disco is where it's at. And she's going to, Elizabeth can't wait to let loose <laughs> with Todd on the dance floor. I can only imagine. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, yeah, they're going to see a, ba- a band called The Surfer's Waves mm. uh, are performing. And Jess is there. And Jessica, like, bear in mind that Jessica, how judgmental Jessica is of yeah. anything that Annie wears. <laughs> Jessica's wearing... A black and white, a black and red striped top, and her shortest skirt. Yep. Like how? How does she judge? Like fine, Jess. You know, mm. nothing wrong with wearing a short skirt, but yeah. you go around judging everything Annie wears all the yeah. time. Yeah. Why? Uh, so she's with Skip. Where does he come from? <laughs> Skip Herman. Okay. So he's a senior. Yeah. And um, she brags that while she's dancing, uh, uh, while she dances with him, that she's going to get him to take her on a date. Yeah. Um, pot kettle black uh, yeah pretty much again like I'm just <sighs> but then Annie <laughs> arrives and who's she with it's only Bruce Patman yes it is and uh, Jessica is horrified at this sight because Bruce is her nemesis and now Annie is dancing around with him <laughs> and she literally is dancing with him dancing around with him because there's a dance contest. Oh, it's so funny actually because it's completely random as well. It's like <laughs> the beach disco's manager, a heavyset man named Mel, jumped up on the bandstand and announced a dance contest. Like, what? Out of where? <laughs> <laughs> Just out of nowhere. We're all dancing. Oh, by the way, guys, dance contest time. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I would like that. <laughs> I wish that would happen. But I went to. Um, and, uh, oh, by the way, before we discuss the dance contest, which is quite something, we're... Um, we're we'll given a description of Todd's outfit. He's wearing grey cords and a burgundy shirt. That's right, yeah. Mm. Actually, that sounds like something my husband might wear. He's very fond of needle cords. <laughs> most, of his, most of his trousers Aww. are needle cords. I imagine Todd's wearing sort of baggy 80s jumbo cords. Oh, of course, yeah. Sort of like pegged chino shape. Oh, Christ. <laughs> you can imagine it, can't you? I really can, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can feel the cords. Yeah. That velvety, wow. velvety, <laughs> chunky cords. Um, so uh, yeah the dance contest starts Todd in his chords uh, plunges into the rhythm we're told (laughs) but soon Skip Harmon is the uh, best dancer yeah where's he been all our lives Uh, well yeah what the hell but uh, the most flashy couple Mm. are Bruce and Annie and uh, yeah it's basically down to Jessica and Skip and Bruce and Annie yes and uh, Bruce we're told was pretty flashy and had a lot of style. He sure does. He was basically Johnny Castle a couple of books ago, wasn't he? Throwing Jessica around the place. I know, yeah. So Jessica should not be surprised. Yeah. That this is... Yeah, a, like none of this is surprising Jessica. In any <laughs> way, shape or form. She's going up with somebody who you went out uh, with that we're obsessed with. Yeah. In fact, allowed to, you know, treat, treat you as if he were, mm. as if I recall correctly, an evil puppet monster. Yes, indeed. So uh, anyway, at the end, Mel can't choose. <laughs> Yeah, it's a draw. <laughs> yeah. and poor Annie. Annie's like, oh, Jessica sees that I'm good enough at dancing. Yeah. But oh, she's thrilled. Jessica's just like, I'm going to just finish you. Seething away. <laughs> <laughs> so my, no- <laughs> my notes just have <laughs> Jessica's literally insane. <laughs> and is actually howling. 
Oh my god. <laughs> she, this is true. Jessica is raging. <laughs> and then goes, the nerve, the absolute nerve of her standing there trying to pretend she's as good as I am. Oh. Jessica howled. Fucking as hell. good as you or any of us. And then Liz is like, well, isn't she? No. <laughs> Double no. Triple no. <laughs> A thousand times no. Oh my god, I'm actually crying. <laughs> you want to say easy Annie is acceptable? No, 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 no. Alrighty in Paisley fucking come down. <laughs> Sweet Molly says no. <laughs> oh my god, what has happened to it? That has actually broken Anna, just by the way, everybody. Oh, I literally am crying. What has oh what is wrong with her? Like so, she she lost her mind. Oh my god, they were the car. <laughs> well, this is happening. I hope she wasn't driving. Not driving. Yeah. Yeah. Good lord. So, um, yeah, uh, Jessica <laughs> is has short term memory loss <laughs> as a result of this this incident because she she can't understand why Annie is doing well in school. How did she get so smart lately? She used to be so stupid. You literally gave out to your sister like fifty pages ago yeah, for, helping, for her. helping her out. Um. Oh god! So that isn't enough for for Jess, obviously. Mm. And uh, but then she finds out that Liz was helping Annie, which she already knew. So yeah, actually, that's so funny. I didn't cop that when I was reading it, but now that you say it, she like they just talked about it at the start. It makes no sense. <laughs> so um, yeah, she calls Liz Liz Benedict Arnold Wakefield again, again, second I love time that. in the series. Jessica Byrne, <gasps> and then who makes his first entry? Oh, it's Mr. Collins. And we find out he's only in his late 20s. Oh. Right, I don't know why I thought he was a bit older. Yeah. Um, I sort of visualised him. Maybe because I think young Robert, Robert Redford. Redford. I still think he's about still like kind of 30. Slightly older Robert Redford. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or at least about 35. Or yeah, something, yeah. You know? um, so, yes, they uh, they talk about how, how uh, everything about him. His tall, slim build, his swarthy blonde hair, the well-cut sports jackets he wore Ooh. seemed perfect. Then they say what really made him special was the way he looked at things. Maybe it was because of his age, but he could always be counted on to see the kids' side of things. So, again, he actually gives Liz some quite good advice. He does. And it's actually pretty funny because Liz is a bit indecisive about whether she should talk about it at all because she's like, she could really use Mr. Collins' advice. But if she told him what was going on with Annie and Jessica, it would put her sister in an awful light. Yeah, because like, no shit. Yeah. Because she sucks and she's awful. I know. <laughs> this is the thing. Like, she deserves to be in an awful light. She, Everyone yeah. else can see she this. She put herself in that awful light by, by being, being a bitch. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's... Uh, oh, he also reveals that they're offering a class called Decisions. No. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if that was a joke or not. <laughs> I assume just it given their yeah. free and easy approach to education. <laughs> Who <this>. even knows? <laughs> you know, I mean, it seems like a fairly sensible thing to, you know, a practical thing to have a class, maybe talking yeah. about decisions and ethics, but like considering how much time they spend planning dances and stuff, they could probably yeah. do with a maths class. Like, <laughs> you know, just, just sprinkle them in there every yeah, so First often. things first. <laughs> so um, he does give, uh, give, give good advice to Liz he and um, and tells her you know you've, you've just got to be there for both these friends yeah and and like yeah. you can't really change anything <laughs> yeah. but then of course while he's leaving he tousled her hair playfully hands yourself Roger like, oh yeah actually I wrote down <laughs> he tousles her hair stop that <laughs> <laughs> boundaries what boundaries yeah. no no um <laughs> So yeah, there's a there's another round in this never ending. Never oh God, it's like Glee's nationals and regionals and fucking one thing after another. One school comes yeah. on forever. Um, so Annie is amazing, and then Ricky passes her a note in Spanish class mm. to say that she got through. Yeah, and she's really happy. And it's, it's cute. It is, and she's so happy that she screams, "Ricky!" <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> like Bianca from EastEnders. <laughs> um, that was not a very good Bianca from EastEnders impersonation. But anyway, that's what she screams and everybody finds this hilarious. So yeah. she's really optimistic. And Liz is worried because she knows Jessica will not give up easily. And she reveals to Enid what, uh, what, what has been bothering her. And um, Enid's like, well, I know what judgmental breaks people yeah. in this school yeah. can be. And... Um, you know, she's uh, she's like, well, you know, Annie, if Annie wants to change her own life, then 
Yeah, she could do it. Yeah. So, um, meanwhile, though, Jessica is sort of manipulating Helen Bradley. Yeah. She's very easily manipulated, I might add. She kind of is, yeah. Um, she just tells her, like, mm, if she gets on the cheering squad, Annie gets on the cheering squad, everybody will think we're just like her. Oh, no! no. Says Anna. So, um, it's basically, oh, yeah, she, listen to this. You've, this is what Jessica says when mm. trying to badmouth uh, Annie. <laughs> yeah. You've seen her strutting around, haven't you, Jessica demanded, out with Bruce Patman one night with that Rick and over the next. It's one guy after another. Th- that is literally you. <laughs> that is you. <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so Jessica is this sort of, uh, does this man- master manipulator, except in fairness, it seems like, you know, you... Uh, a wooden spoon could manipulate Helen. She is yeah. not. <laughs> Helen is not the brightest. She's not the most sophisticated thinker. No. So Jess is like, you know, mm, even if Annie is better, we could vote in Sandy instead. And Jessica's like, yes, it's all down to you, Helen Bradley. Ooh, yeah, she's kind of stoking her ego a little bit because yeah. this is going to be the deciding vote because and Jean West is going to vote for Sandy because she's her best friend. Yeah. And so Robin kind of and Maria will vote for who's best, yeah. which is Annie. Yeah. So you know, like they you're, have a, you're supposed to do. Yeah, they have integrity, <laughs> yeah. which is unfamiliar. To yeah. Jessica, yeah, obviously. Um, so yeah, Helen. No wonder she never gets seen again. She is just too boring. She's like, okay, I'll vote for Cara and Sandra, <laughs> and uh, and it works. And uh, meanwhile, Annie is is really happy and cheerful. Yeah, she's kind of found a bit of self esteem, and she's feeling good about herself. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. And she, she fancies Ricky. She does. It's the first time she's sort of been friends with a boy. Yeah, that's probably what it is, actually, instead yeah. of just, like, going on dates and stuff. But, like, with, yeah. and the fact that he's quite sweet and shy, she's not used to that as well, because it's been Sleezers. basically just going out with douchebags yeah. like, up until this point. Basically. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's nice to her. And he's not, like, like we've said, he's not a sort of a, you know, nice guy in a British uh, yeah. Like He genuinely is nice. Yeah, he actually is just saying. He cares about her. Yeah. And, uh, and he's friends with all the girls. So uh, she's, uh, she's, she's in a good place. But her being in a good place makes Liz nervous. Because mm. she knows that, like... It's going to go down. Yeah, because Jess does not let these things happen easily. And... Uh, Todd and Liz almost fall out because Todd, yet again, says your <laughs> sister's a fucking bitch. Um, oh. Not quite. She's never that explicit. But no. it is like, she's terrible. Yeah. And, you know, like, she she's a bully. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, but, pretty much. Um, he can't, you know, he knows that Liz can't really hear that, but... It's kind of hard to avoid. I know you don't want to hear your sister badmouth, <laughs> yeah. but when you're helping somebody who's literally being bullied by your sister, by her, like yeah, it, this isn't a shock, you know. Yeah. Um, but they do have really funny bit because he's kind of he knows something's on Elizabeth's mind, and she kind of won't tell him what it is, and he just kind of immediately assumes there's someone else. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what? Where did that come from? <laughs> what are you talking about? Ew. But like they're sitting watching telly in the living room in Todd's house. And he kind of gets up and says this and he's his back to her. It's like, this is Elizabeth. She looked at Todd's back. He wouldn't face her. Elizabeth rose slowly from the sofa, walked over to Todd, put her hand on his arm. Todd, please look at me. <laughs> like, and he eventually queens. turns around and it's like, why is it so melodramatic? Like, <laughs> lads, will you please calm down? <laughs> God, they, you think they've got enough drama in their lives. Yeah, they're, they're just to, manufacturing yeah. it for no reason. Really no need to do that. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, Ricky is trying to study, but he's basically writing Hamilton, the uh, the famous musical, because something strange was happening to Ricky Capaldo when he studied the Revolutionary War and its causes. Music drifted into his mind. <gasps> oh my God. And that's a fife and drum march leading Washington's troops towards Valley Forge. No, Ricky's steps to study were being sidetracked by love songs. Oh my God. The world turns upside down. <laughs> Not a love song, but it is. <laughs> so yeah, he's writing Hamilton in his head. Pretty much. While he's in love with Addie. That's quite a cute bit actually because he's so distracted while thinking about her and trying to study. He writes down the three major causes of the Revolutionary War, he noted in his book, were a denial of basic rights, the Stamp Act and Annie Whitman. <laughs> I love that because that does happen when you're like talking about something and writing at the same time when you're yeah. just putting some random word into it. We've all done it. I love so, that. Yeah, he's, very, he's an endearing <laughs> it's chap. It's cute, yeah. Um, so the tryouts arrive. Yes. The finals. Mm. 
Like, how many hands have they had now? Oh, this is like the third or fourth one oh or something. It's so excessive. Feels, it's been going on for about a yeah. year. Um, <laughs> so uh, they compete. Annie's amazing. And that's Sandy. Mm. Bowls. She fucks it up and lands on her arse. Yeah. Yep, she does. And when the uh, cheerle- cheerleaders come to cast their votes, um, Robin is like, well, obviously it has to be Annie. Annie, yeah. There's no doubt. She literally says there's no doubt. Yeah. Cara and Annie are the best ones. Yeah, they kind of, they all, they unanimously vote in Cara, I think. But then yeah. when they move on to Annie, it all gets a bit yeah. dramatic. And Jessica starts saying things like, we're not just cheerleaders, we're examples. And Robin, no. Some fucking example. I know. (laughs) Jesus, if you're the example. (laughs) Oh, God. Stay away. Good luck, you guys. Um, And this is the, I mean, this is one of the things that the book is. It's very problematic, obviously. (laughs) But, um, you know, Robin says something like, those stories may just be rumours. And the thing is, even if they weren't rumours, there's no need to Uh, demonise this poor kid. She's 15. Yes, she's 15. Yeah. Um, and I think what's kind of almost like the the strangely positive side is that Elizabeth is kind of like, look, come on, you yeah. know, it's kind of more. It doesn't really matter. Um, she's trying to make she, yeah. change her change, change her, her life. Or, yeah. And you know, if this was about somebody older, you, I mean, obviously it would be a huge problem if they presented somebody who was just going out and enjoying themselves as being inherently damaged. But mm. bear in mind, we're talking about a 15-year-old yeah. who has uh, clearly come from a you know, very troubled background. Yeah, pretty tough. There was no friends. Like, it is not a good thing for a 15-year-old to be abandoning school to, you know, just go out and date yeah. with random boys <laughs> yeah. constantly. Like, it's she's not, a, she's not coming at it from a good place. And mm. she's not coming at it from a sort of empowered place. Yeah. And lest we forget, she's 15. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, it's. I don't think it's. there is even an option for, in this plot, for a depiction of any situation that was like, somebody who's in control of their lives. Yeah. Because she's just too, she's young. She's, she's so just young too young. And she's yeah. a kid. And she's had a really shy time of things up yeah. until this point as well. So, like, yeah. So, I mean, the, the big problem is, is that some of the other sweet valiants are like, well, you know, maybe it's not true. It's yeah. like, well, even if it is even true, it like, let her on the freaking cheerleading yeah. team. Seriously, Jessica is right there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and she's a giant bitch. Yeah. Unlike Annie. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Annie, uh, or Maria and Robin are both t- pro Addie. Yes. And Helen, the easily persuadable, <laughs> is pro uh, Sandy. And Ricky stands up for Addie. He does. Jessica is in a rage. And... Uh, then uh, Jessica finally says, uh, "Oh yeah, because Helen is Helen like, kind of oh look, fuck, I can't, I can't, yeah, because like, when Sandy fell, fell in front of them, you kind of can't, like." And then Jessica loses it again. Oh, yeah. Her face is red and trembling. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's like, "Well, we've all been tippy toeing about the important thing here. If we take, if uh, we take Andy, everyone will think we're just like her. Everyone will think we're as bad as easy Andy. Well, they don't think they're all as." The raving psychopath is mm. you. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think you need to worry about that. If they were all tired with your brush. True. Um, I don't think Robin would have joined the squad no. at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're... Uh, she basically threatens to quit if they yeah. let Annie on the team. So it's, it's her or Annie, basically. And yeah. And Helen's like, but Jess wailed a distraught Helen Bradley. You're the heart and soul of the squad. Without you, it wouldn't be the Sweet Valley cheerleaders at all. Why, because they'd be fucking nice, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I am ashamed of Robin for going along with this. Yeah. Yeah, like, Robin, actually, just say, Robin okay. has been quite decent. Yeah. Throughout this. And Maria is quite obviously, yeah, up for, for yeah, Annie as well. And it's like, they should just go. They should okay. just have been like, all right, off you go. No, fucking Well, actually, maybe they don't, I suppose. Maybe Helen then won't. Yeah, cast maybe her Helen Maybe it's just Helen. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, because she did need just three of the five, so. Yeah, that's true. Okay, okay. we'll give Robin right. and uh, Maria the benefit of the get away with it this time. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, before we see Annie again, the twins get some news mm. that they're going to have a visitor. Oh, that's right. From New York City. <laughs> Jessica is such a weirdo because uh, they're told, Ned and Alice say, we're going to have a house guest. A house guest, Jessica cried. Anybody terrific, like a rock star? What? Why? <laughs> what? Wha- why? <laughs> why would it be a rock star? Who what are you talking about? <laughs> God almighty. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> it's Suzanne Devlin. <gasps> Irish name alert. Ooh, yes. Mm. 
Um, Lisa, well, we won't say anything about her for the yeah. moment. But that for later. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, she is the daughter of Ned's old college roommate, mm. Tom Devlin. Yes. Uh, nice Irish name there. Um, and he is a diplomat. And is, yeah. they live in New York and Paris and London too. So Boy, she's been all over. <laughs> says Elizabeth. Because <laughs> they're very impressed. Yeah. Um, so uh, she's beautiful too, Ned Wakefield yeah, said. Why, that's such a weird thing to say. Why, why, well, your we friend's ne- daughter while talking to your daughter. Yeah. Like. Um, why is that an issue? Yeah. Uh, well, I suppose it's all very, very shallow. Um, so anyway, she's coming for two weeks. and But it's basically a daughter swap, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, Suzanne's coming to stay in Sweet Valley for two weeks, but then one of the twins is going to go to New York. Just the one. Yeah, it's, it's a strange <laughs> It's scheme. a weird setup. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, they won't decide yet who is going to go. Yeah. And one of you will get to show Suzanne Devlin around Sweet Valley. The other will see in New York. That is not an even trade. No, not at all. Like, who is she? Yeah. <laughs> Why would I want to hang you out? You get to her? host some random girl. Yeah. Or you or get to go, go to, New, to New, York New York for the first time in your like, life. Like, that is all. <laughs> I'm on my way. So that is not, um, that is, that is not really an even deal. No. But um, but they seem to think it is for some reason. Uh, yeah, Jess is like, oh, I'll fix Suzanne up with Stephen. Like, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> you you Where don't know from. Like, <laughs> and even Elizabeth says, do you have a death wish, Jess? <laughs> Stephen would take you apart if you butted into his relationship with Trisha. Um, and she's like, no way, Trisha's cool. Uh, you're mad. Like, you're, you're, you're mania for <laughs> trying to split your brother up from his girlfriend yeah. is not a good thing. No, let it go. Um, but anyway, she tries to get Jess to reveal who she chose for the squad. But Jessica, oh, Jessica yeah. won't. No, she, she genuinely won't. She won't. This is like, oh, she, okay. Thought she was going to crack. She messes with her though and goes, um, it took a lot of thought, Jessica said with studied seriousness. Okay. Finally, I voted for Pat Benatar. <laughs> Love is a battlefield. Oh, fantastic. Love it. Um, <laughs> so the next day, there's... A sad scene. And it actually genuinely is. Oh yeah, this is horrible. Sad. Yeah. So do you want to tell us what happens? So yeah, Annie's in Spanish class and Ricky's in the class with her. Um so I suppose they probably didn't find out until later on in the day who was gonna make it. So yeah. Ricky writes a little note to Annie and slips it over to her, but it's basically telling her she hasn't made the cut. And Annie's like really excited and kind of saves it till after class and opens it all excited yeah. and then it's like you're not in, basically. No. Thanks for trying. Good luck next time. And I know. It's just like, oh, because she's been like the excitement's building and building the whole morning, and then she's there in class, like stopping herself from looking at the note. And oh, then she, she's and she's broken by it, yeah. and she literally runs runs out. Ricky's really nice to her, yeah. and like comes after, her and he's like, you know, oh, I'll take you for the dairy burger for lunch, like, yeah. And she's like, it is impossible not to get something. You want as much of this. And he said, her voice faltering, tears streaming down her cheeks. It's really sad. It's genuinely sad. And And then, yeah, just like, I think, yeah, it's really shit because it's not like her being full of herself to think that she should have gotten in because she should have. Like, she was quite clearly the best. Sandy literally fell on her face. And that's, and she finds out it's Sandy. Uh, She's just like, because I think initially she just thinks, well, you know, Okay, fine. And then yeah. she finds out that Sandy fell and she can't understand why yeah. they chose her. And then That's quite understandable. Ricky and he he kind of like he doesn't mean to do it. It's kind of convincing, like he's he's she's really sort of says, Look, you've got to tell me. I know yeah. there's something you're not telling yeah, me. Yeah, she's just completely bewildered by yeah. the decision and, and, and he, how this could have happened. And he basically says, you know, Jessica brought up the story some guys tell about you. Yeah. And that that would ruin the whole squad, and that's just like the worst thing anyone said to her. Oh, it's, it's horrible! Horrible! It's a yeah. horrible thing to hear. I and know. she just runs away. And like Ricky wasn't saying it to be shitty; like he was just no. trying to. Like she know, was really wanted her, like, an answer. Yeah, she wanted like, to know, yeah, but, and he so, didn't know that she had no idea that there was yeah. any talk about her at all. And so. she really regrets it. Oh, yeah, or he really regrets he, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, she doesn't turn up to school and Liz is really worried about her and it's just like look Jess just let her in you should have let her in in the first yeah. place and Jessica says something about how she wants to like keep the squad clean Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> something out of the, uh, yeah it means even more to us to keep the squad clean and uh, Liz said good heavens Jess she's only 15 years old yeah like come on she says come on Jess show a little compassion 
Jess's face grew contorted with anger. Lightning flashed from her blue-green oh, eyes. Fuck off. Had it again. <laughs> oh, Emerald fire before. Good Lord. Um, so then Elizabeth gets a phone call from Ricky and it's horrible news because he couldn't get through to Annie and he went to her house and there was no answer and he broke down the door and she'd taken an overdose. Yeah. So um, she's in hospital and Liz rushes into hospital to see her and she tells Jess what had happened. The only satisfying part yeah. is that Jess feels terrible. She does. As well she might. Yeah, for once she actually has the decency to feel really bad yeah. for what she did. Though there's part of me that's thinking does she just think she'll get into trouble? Yeah, actually that's because true. she is that sort of person. That's, yeah. Um, and Ricky actually tells like when uh, Annie's mother comes up um, Ricky tells her mother like what, why she you know, that something did happen to yeah. kind of send her into a dark spiral. And there's a bit where um, Ricky says, which is genuinely really sad, um, I guess it was just more than she could handle. She's only a kid, you know. Aww. How much can a kid take? Yeah. Bear in mind, he's only a kid too, so I it's know, not like... Anything. It's yeah. like it's, I know. It's, it's horrible. R- it's really sad. And Mrs. Whitman is really, is just devastated. and um, And she says like, the kids treated her badly in yeah. school. And Jessica is like sitting there listening to this. And I'm yeah. like, good, good, Jessica. Yeah, you actually, should have to listen to all this. Because Ricky kind of snaps and he goes like, what kind of stuck up mean kids could do this to a poor scared girl? Jessica was crying now, tears running down her face. Ricky saw her and slumped back into his seat. Oh no, Jess, I didn't mean it. I you, I don't know what I'm saying. It's like, uh, uh, I do mean it yeah. because this is her fault. <laughs> this is one time where she needs yeah. to hear that her actions Here are are consequences. consequences. You can but, deal. Yeah. yeah. So um, we we find out that Annie should be awake, like they've clearly pumped her stomach or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the doctor says she has no will to live. Oh, these doctors, goddamn. I know. Yeah, they they do. They adopt the typical sweet valley approach where yeah. anybody's in a coma, you just like talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's only so much we can do. This is really in your hands. Yeah. So it's like, bye. okay, thanks. <laughs> so Liz is a lot nicer to Jessica than she deserves. Oh. Way nicer than she deserves, yeah. Um, seeing as Jessica was literally like having dude and Ian Paisley like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> How terrible she was. No, no. Um, so uh, Jessica is blaming herself like, how could I be such a selfish, spoiled, impossible, vindictive? Yes, yeah, go on. Go on, more. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, Elizabeth Werbert, you're talking about my favourite sister. It's like, Ugh. no. No, let her off. She's I'm, right. I'm just cold, stone cold when it comes to Jessica. Oh, yeah. Because she is so awful in this book. Yeah. Um. So Jessica goes in and they basically say, you've got to tell her that she should be, you're going to let her on the cheerleading squad. Eh. Yeah, the doctor basically prescribes letting her on the squad. She's <laughs> like, oh, That's a cure sake. for low self-esteem. Like, she needs a therapist. Oh. That's what she needs. Yeah. She's got yeah. a lot of problems. There are issues here, people. <laughs> yeah. So Jessica goes on about, oh... You know, there was a mistake. Um, you were really on the squad after all. But then finally, what it says, this is the real Jessica coming out. Mm. If you don't make it, it'll be my fault. And I couldn't live with that. So you've got to come back or else it'll be two of us going. Can you hear what I'm saying? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Make it all about you, Jessica. Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> this really is not brilliant. your moment, okay? Good Lord. But it works. Oh. I'm so mad that it works. I know. That it's like, like, I don't want Annie to die, Jessica. but I'm also just... I hate that her first words are, please, Jess. Oh, my God. It's oh, sickening. I Where are it. you? Yeah. Oh, I need you. Jessica's like, her anchor. Bring her back to life. Like, I actually wrote down, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> for that bit, because it's just so annoying. <laughs> it really, it really is. Yeah. It's very typical, the way Sweet Valley handles Jessica's terrible behaviour. Yeah. Um. So, Mrs. Whitman is like, oh, I've dumped Johnny, and I'm going to pay you some attention. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm going to... Yeah, it's kind of snapped her out of whatever distracted... That's the kind of situation she, she was herself in. into. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, oh, I should have been there for you more. Yeah. And uh, then actually, there's a, a kind of cool thing where Annie says, oh, well, I mean, she recovers very quickly from just having been in a coma. But anyway, um, she says, I want you to know that I think I can make it now without the cheerleading. Elizabeth told me not to put too much importance on it. You were right, Liz. Oh. Somebody actually having a sensible reaction. That's so mature. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, she's on the team anyway. 
And they brought her present. Oh, oh yeah, and Jessica kind of flips it because she's like, if you're not on the team, I'm quitting. It's like, oh, shut Ugh, up. Shut up, Jessica. <laughs> I know that like the next time anyone who was vaguely not perfect by yeah. your standards yeah. comes along, you'll be booting them around the place in your usual uh. style. So they've got her present, though, and it's something special. Oh, it is. It's a Sweet Valley High cheerleader sweater, hey. which I would like, even though they're a bunch Actually, of bitches. I would like one. Yeah, I think it would too. Um, <laughs> oh, God. This is as bad as us being amused by Bruce in his tiny shorts, even though we never see one. <laughs> so many complicated feelings. <laughs> so she changes into her, into, her, um, uh, into her cheerleading sweater, and then there's a surprise for her out in the lawn and put mm. to the hospital. And what is that surprise? Ooh, why it's the cheer squad doing yes. a get well, Annie. Like, yeah, it's like they do a cheer, but it's basically just them saying, get well, Annie. It's like... Come on, come up with something. Yeah, can't you find a whole day? Yeah. And then, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, like, no guilt, no... Oh, no. Consp- Everything's fine. No <laughs> considering how her own actions may have upset yeah. somebody. And maybe she should cop the fuck on in yeah. future and not be so judgmental and horrible. Nope. There's nothing. She's no just like, hey, we've got to decide who goes to New York. Yeah, we're just moving on immediately. <laughs> and that is uh, that is it. So the last paragraph is, uh, so they're zooming off home in the Fiat Spider. Uh, I don't think that uh, Jessica will ever think of Annie again. <laughs> and two weeks in New York City for one twin and two weeks showing off the fabulous, glamorous of Suzanne Devlin of New York, Paris and London. Not the what? same. Like, no. Not the same at all. <laughs> Both girls were filled with anticipation as they pulled into the driveway, jumped out of the car, and raced towards the house. And can you read our tagline yeah. here? Yeah. So, both twins get more than they bargained for in Sweet Valley High number 11. Too good to be true. <gasps> well, yeah. that is quite an accurate uh, title. Yeah. So, um, that was one kind of girl that was a lot going on. There really was. <laughs> there was a lot to get through. I feel like I didn't get as enough... Um, Bring it on references in as I wanted to. Well, there's time because we've got some stats, perhaps. Oh, that's true, actually. So see what you can do for that. Oh, yeah. Okay, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Putting you on the spot now. Yeah, yeah no pressure. <laughs> uh, okay, well, the Wakefield blondness gets three mentions. Mm. Thought it would get more. The blue-green eyes also get three. <gasps> Did that include the uh, l- green lightning or whatever the oh, hell it was? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. But then Annie is basically described as being some way beautiful or pretty or lovely or something like yeah. 12 times. Whoa! Yeah, like they're really that going for it. <laughs> yeah. She's pretty, okay, we get it. <laughs> and uh, are there any outfits? Um, not really. And oh. I kind of thought there'd be more because they make such a big deal out of, you know, Annie and her supposed trampiness. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, there's really just Jessica's outfit, the one with the shortest skirt at the beach yeah, disco. That doesn't even uh, have much detail for that. Not really, just like a black and red top. Then Annie walks in. Oh yeah, when Annie walked in at that point, she was wearing a slinky outfit with a skirt that had a slit almost to the top of her thigh. Mm. Yeah. By the way, just going to say that Suzanne Devlin in the next book wears very similar outfits and nobody says nope. a word. Not a big deal. So, um, for some weird reason. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so um, yeah, it was it was uh, it was quite a wild a wild ride. If you yeah. have any thoughts on it, <laughs> uh, more complicated feelings, yeah, uh, do let us know. Um, we do love hearing from readers, and we you do. can email us at svhpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, or tweet us at svhpodcast on Twitter. And we did get an amazing mail. Oh my god, um, <laughs> from Jessie, and she was sharing. Uh, the indescribable <laughs> Korean Sweet Valley Twins covers. And please amazing. go to our Twitter feed. Yeah, we might put up the link again actually yeah, because it's phenomenal. <laughs> they are incredible. And we also incredible. heard about the, the Argentinian covers. Yes, the Spanish language ones. That was Gabby who sent us in a bunch of the covers. And yeah, it was it was an Argentinian version yeah. with the, the brown-haired twins. I know. Oh, it's just it's such a game changer. I love this um, parallel universe. <laughs> And one of the best things was that the uh, in the Spanish version, the um, the the title of Racing Hearts, which you might remember, oh, there yeah. was some controversy about it because in the free, in the book before it, it said yeah. next book is called Love, <laughs> Love on the, on the Run. run. Yeah. Well, in Spanish, it was it was Love on the Run. Yeah, in Spanish, obviously. But, yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we we've had uh, we've had all sorts of cover revelations. It's been very exciting. I know. And if you have any international Sweet Valley covers you'd like to share with us. Please do. Please do. We love them. Oh, we really, <laughs> really love them. So, um, yeah, uh, like we said, get in touch with us at, uh, t- on Twitter or email. And we are proud members of the um, of the Headstuff podcast, uh, podcast <laughs> network. 
And you can follow the network on Twitter at HS Pod Network. And uh, you can follow us on uh, at SVH Podcast. So we will see you in possibly less than two weeks. <gasps> That's right. Because we're going to be back we're with a be very back, yeah. special Christmas episode. Ah, I'm so excited. And uh, can we, will we say anything about it? Mm, maybe we'll leave it till next week, will we? Yeah. Just but there's, there's some clues on our Twitter, actually. There are, uh, yeah. yeah. So some of you have guessed already. Yeah. But if you haven't, you've got a treat <laughs> in store. It's going to be good. It will. So we'll <laughs> see you soon, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.